Right, Jenny oh, sucks. God, <laughs> it picked that one up completely really quick. unprovoked. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sailor Nation version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 203, fresh off of RCHN3. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Did you guys get any rest this week? A little uh, bit. <laughs> maybe. Straight back into the into the fray, right? Yeah, but you know, I got to tell you, I do not. That's the first fun fly. Like, I mean, we ran our asses off, and I came back from that refreshed, <laughs> which is weird because, you know, usually you get back from a fun fly, and you're just, like, freaking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, dragging, like, oh, my God, I need a vacation from my vacation. But I came back, felt just, like, brand new. I don't know. Something in the air, I guess. Crackhead. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say that, but that's not the case. So the guys are all here, as you, you heard. Jesse, Justin, Nick. What's up? Hola. I, I would suspect that we're going to spend uh, more time about the fun fly later in the show, right? I think we should. Probably should. Yeah, definitely. Has anybody been doing anything cool this week? Huh? That Is- I can say no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Finishing up a house. Yeah? How's that come yeah. along? We're... I'm going for a, we'll be getting final inspection probably on the day that this hits uh, iTunes. Aha. <laughs> so you got your bathroom all sorted and stuff. No more running out to the RV. Got a floor. And- yep. Got a floor, got carpet, nice. got bathroom, get to poop in my own house again. It's it's nice. Instead <laughs> it's of a dude- hole in the backyard. <laughs> I don't care. It ain't nothing better than shitting in your own house. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. That's a good feeling. Ay, ay, ay. But weren't you shitting in your own trailer? Yeah, but it's not the same. You know, because I mean, you know, when you get like, like you're sitting in here in the kitchen. So I stay up, you know, I stay up late and I'm in the house. It's like 1 a.m. And, you know, I got, I got my my laptop on the kitchen table or the little dining nook table. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, got to go. go. Got to go. And then it's a it's a process. Yeah, got to put the shoes on. Yeah, got to find some shoes. Yeah, go. that's not right. <laughs> that Freeze is your free. ass up. It's cold. Put it's cold. Shoes on, right. So use the bathroom. That's right. You run out and there, then you open gotta the door. you got to squeeze into the tiny bathroom. And, and then it's cold in there. The toilets are circular. They're not yeah. oval. Not normal. Shit. So you feel like you have to like kind of like scrunch yourself in there. Yep. And then when you go from warm inside to cold outside... It like makes you not want to go poop anymore. That's right. But then you're like, (laughs) I just went through all that to get out here. It's happening, man. It's it's happening. happening. I don't care what you think. (laughs) It's just a disaster. You know, that's uh, 
That's pretty cool, though. I mean, I saw it. Big, big add-on to the house. Looking good. Yeah. I think I'll come out again in nice. a few weeks just so I can go to dinner at the... Uh, uh, what's his business <laughs> what's all about? Telling you what, man. That's worth it. It's worth <laughs> it. it. Now I, I got to come up there to try that stuff. Oh, dude. my God. Yeah. We'll be going to Nick's once a month now is what's going to be happening. I, I hope it lives up to it. Oh, dude. If it, it doesn't, Justin, that whole food snob conversation that we had in Oregon yes. while we were driving around town, it, it'll apply to you tenfold. Because okay. Because that place is really good. If it's not the best, then your taste buds are broken. And if you say it's not the best, uh, dire consequences. Oh my God, I'm just, I, I want, I want to try the steak because Nick, didn't oh, you yeah. say the steak was good? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this like where the, uh, the podcast cuts out and the black forest commercial starts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This episode has been brought to you by <laughs> Neiman's like, black forest. Yeah, we're freaking getting steak houses now. That's funny. <laughs> it's good food. Well, it's food good. was, food was in food, the air. Food was I was going to say food was good a big food. part of the fun fly. So we're. Yeah. We're still buzzing about the food. So before we move on, Nick, anything else uh, you want to share with us uh, this week? Before we move on to somebody else that didn't do anything? You know, I don't, man, I don't think so. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the trailer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he- heli-wise, no. All, all's quiet on the Western Front to this week. <laughs> Sweet. Seriously, yeah. like that's it? Signing out. Nick out. Yeah. How about you, Jesse? Dan, I did do some heli stuff this I week. I don't believe you. What? I, I seriously, it wasn't much, and I had planned on a bunch more. Weather kind of got in my way a little bit today, but some stuff that you probably didn't hear about the fun fly last weekend was I had another desoldering incident, which led to dun, some broken dun, skids. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I did. I mean, I got it flipped over. I saw it. Did you? What between you and Nick? So, hold on. You guys are electrically challenged. No, no, no. you You just had the motor bullet in my life. No, no, you had the motor thing where like there was no solder. That was one bullet in my whole in my whole heli career. One bullet. So don't lump me in. He's desoldered like half a dozen EC5s. Three. That's that's Three. close to half quarter of a dozen. <laughs> a quarter, that's pretty close to half quarter a quarter dozens. Like yeah, you can there. still quantify okay. it with the word dozen in there. That's right. So. You you well, could just you, say one twelfth of a dozen. A twelfth of a dozen, dude. <laughs> I yeah, smart asses. <laughs> Same scale. Plus, it was Anyways. a motor bullet. Takes talent. It does. Okay, so so Jesse, what? Because I must have missed this, dude. This happened at the fun flight. Yeah. Yep. So this was Saturday, I believe. I went out and was doing a flight with the E seven inverted. Had the, you know, shut off. Got it flipped over. Didn't have much head speed by the time it got flipped over and down, um, and just you know broke some skids. Nothing, nothing else. Um, and then one of the main. So kind of how I have my wiring set up on the E seven is I have a Castle one twenty. Uh, the two main leads that come out of the speed controller go to an EC5 connector, and then that EC5 connector plugs into the Mikado current sensor, the V the V control current sensor, and then that splits off on the other side of the current sensor, and then that's where my batteries plug in. So kind of a lot of EC5 connectors, um, and I had one of those main ones right off the ESC come unsoldered. 
Now I'm still, you know, I don't know if it's the connector. Once again, this was, you know, you look at the connection and it's completely shiny inside the bullet and the wire itself is completely shiny. Like no, like I'm trying to find some dirt, you know, just something Dude, you to, were to rocking go a like, dirty tip. Well, <laughs> and so exactly. I actually have that in my notes here. My soldering tip, it was, is a little bit worn out. And so I have completely thrown that one away. I have cleaned my tip and we should be, I'm, I'm really hoping that that, you know, that it just wasn't getting a good solder joint. And so in addition to cleaning the tip, swapping it out for you know brand new soldering tip. Don't you wish it was that easy, Nick? Just throw, throw that tip away and mm-hmm. grab a new tip. Just grab a new tip, man. You just put real connectors on there and be done with it. But. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Well, I, I did even better. I eliminated the connectors and soldered the wires directly together from the so straight out of the from speed the battery to the speed controller. From the, you can't even <laughs> charge them. You can't even charge them. Why the helicopter once? You just fly it till they puff up, and then you can't even get them out of the frame. Now, so the 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 connectors in between the current sensor and the speed controller are gone. That is a direct Good. hard wire. There's really no no reason for a connection there. Honestly, it was probably a little bit of laziness during the build just because, oh, the current sensor comes with EC5 soldered on it. And so it's kind of like a convenient, oh, look at that. I have an EC5 on my speed controller and the current sensor already has an EC5 soldered on it. So, you know, I just didn't take the time to go through and cut that out and direct solder it. But really, it's it's never coming off the heli. There's no reason it needs a connector there. So. That is one more connection that is not going through any connector. It's just hardwired. So I'm really hoping that that will, I mean, that should at least fix that connection. I I hate to say it, but I guess we'll keep working down the line. I'm super tempted to just snip all of them off, but I I don't know at this point. The the rest of them, Nick, are the ones that I soldered at Snohomish um, using your soldering iron. Yeah, that's pretty sketchy too. I know, so it's a toss-up. <laughs> you got to get the butane soldering iron, dude. Yeah, just, I mean, why do you say that? Because I have, so I have an electric soldering hot. iron. It does not, even my 65-watt electric does not get as hot as the butane. So this one, the one that, this, I think it's a Weller with the, you know, adjustable. If I turn it all the way up to five, it turns the tip black. A brand new tip. That's how hot it is. It's hot, dude. It's really freaking hot. Like I can't turn it all the way up, or it'll inst- like first well, time. Well, then using something's it. going wrong, dude. What kind of solder well, are not, you using? Not on the. It's it's kind of down right where the tip goes right into the gun or into the uh, soldering iron itself. Oh like, yeah, you where you tip. actually like like yeah, not the tip where, down the thing to hold yeah, the tip so, in. On yeah, on the on the shaft section. If you yes, <laughs> the shaft turns black, but the tip yeah, remains shiny. The tip, shaft. Sta- the tip stays. Shaft. The I did tip it. Stays shiny. I got it as well. Air, I got yeah. an air shaft. Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear me bump the mic on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, air shaft. No. So, I who knows? I'm. We're gonna keep moving forward. One more, and I'm switching connectors. Well, so are you using larger gauge solder? Yes. 
So that's I another am. problem because well, the, I guess how how large is large gauge? Um, I mean, this is so. Not... What is the stuff that you have, Nick? You had like uh, I think it was either it was like sixty two thou one sixteenth of an inch in diameter. It's like yeah, I had whatever they had in stock. Yeah, round like well, a pencil. Okay, so yeah, comparing yeah. this, whatever it is, comparing the stuff this to sucks wire, heat away from the iron tip really it's rapidly. Like, it's probably like eighteen gauge wire. Okay, it's yeah, it's not like the huge quarter. Then inch you're or doing better. I three run sixteenths inch. That's I run like the um. Oh, I'd say it's probably equivalent to about twenty two gauge really super wire thin now people bitch about it because you have to use like 30 feet of it to fill one connector (laughs) right sounds awesome but i never have a problem with it getting cold at the joint yeah i don't use that small but i do use pretty small shit too yeah i mean this isn't like the size of 12 gauge or 10, you right. know, there's a huge that's solder. Nick, that's just Nick's like, is like 10 gauge or 12 gauge. Okay. This is like 18. Well, maybe not say. that big, but it's, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's so big. Yeah. It only wraps around the spool like four times. <laughs> and right. see, you can't even see the tip. <laughs> that's how I roll, dude. <laughs> so got your fucking solder right here, baby. <laughs> wow. He pulls it out. It's like, it's like, it's like a freaking lead pipe. That escalated. <laughs> I'm in a feisty mood tonight. Yeah. So anything else? So, uh, so, well, yeah. So I got I got that all done. So the E7 back in action. And then there was a big letdown today. So I was, I've been you know, really excited, come, kind of coming off like a heli high from the fun fly. And believe it or not, I've simmed every single night this week. Um, Half an hour, sitting down. Well done. Make, making it happen. So I've been hitting the sim again, which... Feels great after the first night. The first night I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? <laughs> what happened? Um, you know, just going back and I'm really not breaking it up into the five minutes for each maneuver. I'm kind of just doing general basics, every flight orientation, hurricanes in all directions, Mobius is in all directions, and just spending the whole half an hour just going back to those basics and pounding that stuff back into my head. I'm just getting the stick movements down again. And then, so after simming all week, I'm like, you know what? I should be out of work early today, today being Friday. So last night, I loaded up my truck, put all my helis in there, drove my truck to work, kind of, you know, looked at the weather, and by about 10 o'clock, it was supposed to clear up and be not necessarily sunny out, but the rain was supposed to stop. So I was planning on getting off work at noon and then heading out to the field to fly for the afternoon. And I got off work at noon. And it seriously just kept freaking raining all day. So, did not get out and fly today. Kind of bummed. Huh. So, in fact, all my helis are still sitting in my truck because I just couldn't do it when I got home. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> like, didn't even have like, the motivation to, like, put them back in the garage. Driving home from work going, this just sucks. You know, when you're all pumped to go to the field and you're just, yeah, just raining. So, not the best weather. But... Tomorrow's looking good. And luckily now the helis are still in the truck, so (laughs) should be ready to go. I'm looking forward to a good good weekend. I've finally gotten around to bringing my charging setup into the world of current technology, and wow, what can I say? 
from the powerful and feature-rich Dual PowerLab 8 charger to Progressive's unique and infinitely adaptable modular parallel balance board systems, I now feel like I can charge my entire fleet of packs from just two ports and a few charge leads. So why mess around with that old and busted charger or its accessories? Follow my lead, head over to ProgressiveRC.com and have a look at the multitude of chargers, power supplies, accessories, turnkey charging systems, and even batteries. If you're not sure what to buy or have a question about how to design your custom system, then go ahead and give the PRC team a call at 443-BATTERY and they'll get you squared away in no time. Thank you, Justin. Call the PRC team at 443-228-8379. ProgressiveRC.com bringing charging power to a heli near you. How about you, Justin? Yeah, my my week has been slow for heli stuff. I did get some stuff done, but, you know, c- coming off the fun fly, I was, I was relieved but tired but still sort of riding the high of the entire event. So I was definitely motivated to get heli stuff done. Got back into the garage after I unpacked stuff. Now, I'll be honest, it took me, let's see, got back Sunday afternoon. It took me two days to really unpack everything and put it back in its place. But but you got to, you know, Half of that day was getting the trailer backed up to the garage. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, actually. <laughs> the trailer got sent back to or brought back to U-Haul on Monday. So they okay. have a drive through drop off. So it was okay. they do actually you joke, Nick. It is kind of like that. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. It's and like it's, a, it's like a like a circular drive and you just roll up and the guy's like, can you unhook it? <laughs> There I'm is like, a definite reason. Is that, that a they question because you don't think I can unhook it, or are you just asking me to unhook it? Because I can unhook it. I just can't back it up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't ask me to back it up, but I will unhook. Yeah, the there's shit a reason they have thing. those pull through style. That's they don't right. want people backing that shit up. Very grateful for that. Yeah. Now, so I dropped off the trailer. Didn't have to back it up to the garage. Uh, I just made the the you know, 50 trip trek back and forth from the sidewalk to the garage (laughs) and (laughs) unpacked all my stuff. And right around Wednesday, I started working on things again. Uh, I am incredibly slowly rebuilding the Goblin 380. And what that really amounts to is that I took all of the new parts out of the box from which uh, they were shipped I placed them out on the table in what appeared to be a reasonable order. And then I took part of the tail rotor apart. That was it. Wow. <laughs> That's as far <laughs> as I got. You're rolling, dude. I was waiting for the part where you did something. Nope. Nope. Didn't do a damn thing on the 380. Uh, but I did get back to the TDR. Uh, I hadn't messed with the tail boom since I damaged it right before the Urcha trip. And so uh, now that I've got the parts in from Jan, it took like three or four weeks. Uh, I am 
working on getting that back together. I wanted to have that together for next weekend, which is Brett's Sagebrush Smackdown. So I'm actually going to be able to go to that. I didn't think I was. Whoa. But like Nick and Jesse were like, yeah, we're going. And at the time I talked to you, Dan, you were like, yeah, I'm going to try to come out. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like, I knew it wasn't going to happen. And Marnie and I are talking when I got back from our fun fly and, you know, I'm just in passing. Like it wasn't even underhanded or like a hidden agenda for me. I just said, oh yeah. And you know, in about a week and a half or so, Nick and Jesse and Dan are going to the last fun fly. And she's like, oh yeah, where's that? said about three hours away we should go i'm like wow whoa <laughs> then then I make agree. it so that's <laughs> it we're done we we I should could, <laughs> i couldn't agree more <laughs> can i get that in writing please <laughs> so no it's a it was it was good because um we're actually going to make it like a little bit of a family trip we can't come out until friday night uh, I think the fun flight still start, starts on Thursday, but we're going to show up Friday night. Uh, I booked a nice hotel in town uh, so that uh, she feels like she's got actually a nice place, not like a freaking, you know, super eight or whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, we'll be out all Saturday and Saturday night and then probably do a little bit of flying Sunday morning, and then the rest of Sunday we're going to do sort of a family thing around town, their sights to see and, you know, parks and stuff like that, and just make a whole weekend of it. So it should be fun. And I think she's excited about hanging out with uh, Kim and and Kayla. Nice. Nice. Our master plan is finally working. Yeah. (laughs) Next, it's a trailer, right? (laughs) I just drove through that down and then guess there's not a whole lot to see there. No, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Brett said there are a couple of different things. Well, I can tell you what, there ain't ain't nothing to see in Dayton, Oregon either. (laughs) I didn't even see a town of Dayton, Oregon. Is there? That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's how quick it was. You blink. (laughs) Make a party wherever we go. It's all relative because my son is three, almost three. doesn't so it's not much. all that difficult to keep him occupied. A slide. Honestly, if we go, if we find a city park with a swing, he will be good for like an hour and a half. <laughs> he just sits there and swings. So looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll be nice to kind of relax a little bit and, uh, and get some actual flying in. Um, anyway, back to the TDR. Uh, working on that, not quite done, but I'm hoping I'll have it ready for that fun fly in a week. Uh, today was my day off. Didn't get any flying in for the exact same reason as Jesse. And I looked at the, the freaking weather dude and it said it was going to be sunny in the afternoon. So I was pretty freaking disappointed, but it is what it is. So instead I, I, um, finished up some other stuff that I had going on and I actually finalized my speed flying tech tip and got that that posted on our website, shared it on Facebook. Uh, And so this is a tech tip that should cover at least fairly comprehensively all things speed flying. So people who are interested in speed flying or are beginning or would like to begin 
uh, give it a read and see what you think. And if I'm missing something or you've got questions, feel free to let me know. Is it just two words? Go fast. No, dude, it's <laughs> it's it's a typical Poochie novel. Oh, it's yeah. freaking massive. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I think it's like eight pages, eight or ten pages long. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yes. <laughs> That's how it starts. Yep. Check in next week when I actually get through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know how it was next no, week. No, <laughs> people have already checked in and said that they've read it and it was good. So someone got through it or they're nice. lying to me. Someone's polite. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, let's see. The only other thing was I did also start simming again. Uh, not every day of the week like you, Jesse, but... um. I am back in training mode because I am going to be going to Orlando in December to not only compete, but put on the first annual OHB Speed Cup. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Bert and Carrie got in contact with uh, Santiago and Ben and I and said, hey, guys, you want to try doing one of these things in OHB? Said, all right, yeah, let's give it a try. So we're getting that all planned, and uh, that'll be Thursday. What's that? That whole speed thing's getting popular. It is, dude. It is. We'll see how it goes. This one will be, you know, first-time event. The site's not all that large. Uh, We're not going to do pre-staging. It's just going to be a 200-meter. Frankly, it will be very similar to what we just did at our fun fly last weekend. It's kind of informal for fun. Yeah, it's more focused on fun than the serious side of competition. I'm sure there'll be people there that want to take it serious because OHB is a big, you know, high profile event. But we just got to take it one step at a time and see how it goes. So it's cool to be able to run an event again, but I'm actually very excited about being able to compete there as well. So uh, I got to get back to practicing. Go fast. Yep. So is that all you got? Is that it? I think that's it, dude. So I guess that leaves me, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I got to tell you, that fun fly was awesome, but it damn near did me in. I just, (laughs) I am just struggling to recover from it. Uh, You still recovering, dude? Oh, dude. It was almost, it was almost the last fun fly for Dan. I. There for a while, I thought it was the last fun fly for good for Dan. It was rough. But, you know, things got a little better, started feeling a little better. But nice. get home and, um, you know, I wanted to try to get the show, but I just couldn't finish it. Tried to finish it the second night. Uh, eventually did get it done. So uh, Tuesday night, I believe, I got it out. It felt like it took 20 years to... to uh, edit that show and there really wasn't a whole lot of editing to be done to be honest with you i don't know why it felt like i just was really strong when i was tired so i didn't get any anything really heli done except um i sold a heli this week oh, oh really yeah, i sold actually two helis uh Ooh. i sold one at the fun fly <laughs> well i sold one at the fun fly and um well let me let me rephrase that i traded one at the fun fly Right. Okay. Then I turned around and sold that one that I traded for a hell of a lot more than I would have got for the initial 
<laughs> oh, oh yeah go. i heard about this from austin dude it yeah. sounds like and i told him straight out like dude dan just got a killer deal <laughs> <laughs> so then i got the uh blade sold too oh nice yeah hmm. it's oh. not sent out yet so you know we got to deal we got to go through that process the which, 700x is which, no yeah, more it's like anything else it may or may not ship out sometime this month i don't know whenever i get around to it only kidding, Brian. I'll get it out. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. You know, I got a chance to, God, Dan, just that, that fun fly was, um, man, it was, I, I wish I could say I, I came back feeling <laughs> renewed like Nick, but it, it, it was so much fun, but I just, man, I went to work Monday. No, I went to work Tuesday. And then I just couldn't go to, I called when Wednesday and said, I just can't do it. I can't come in today. So I had to get some rest, but, um, it was just, it was a good fun fly, but it was very exhausting for me physically. So we'll, uh, we'll plan more accordingly next year. I think it's going to require a few more days ahead and a few more days behind. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to focus most of my off time on our fun fly next year. Um, and then just one or two extra days for the other regional events, but mm-hmm. the majority of my time is going to have to go towards ours. But, um, man, just coming back from that thing, riding with Quinn, you know, he was so excited cause he did so well, uh, in the speed, um, and having it be his first fun fly and the excitement, it was just, it was completely worth it. We had a great ride back and, uh, I look forward to doing it again next year. And I think next year's, Next year is going to even be better. It's going to be bigger. It's kind of our style. It's kind of what we do, right? That's right. It's got to be bigger and better. We figure it out. I got no time to sit still and make it the same. You know, there's one thing I, you know, I know the four of us know this, but I I remember having conversations with some guys um, when we were, you know, saying that we want to make this event bigger. and, and, And you guys got those same comments. Well, you need to be careful because bigger is not always better. But see, I don't think they understand what our concept of bigger and better is. That's right. Most people's That's concept true. of bigger and better is more money, more commercial. But that's that's not at all. I, I guarantee you that that guy is listening right now because I know he knows who it was. And he sent an email and said, hey, all I've heard you talk about is how big you're going to make it. You know, and just don't forget and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Um, And this guy's a good friend of ours, so I can pitch him some shit. We did make it bigger, and you know what? It was better. So, suck it, Trebek. And it's it's not commercial <laughs> at all. No. No. It's, a hoop. It, it's uh, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was an amazing experience. And everybody just had such a great time, and it was all that work, all that effort, totally, totally made it worth it. So getting back home, like I said, got one heli sold. Um, just been busy, busy, busy at work. And uh, so again, no flying. I got to get back to some flying. My God, you guys. Holy shit. Did you even get any flying in at the fun fly, dude? Yes, I did. Oh, did you? Get okay, one. good. Yeah, he, he, he flew one flight and by God, it got an opportunity to pretty, pretty much fly the only helicopter there that really mattered. I flew not only a B control, but a goblin all in oh, one felt swoop. Dude. Ooh. 
Obviously, Big nobody steps. got video of that, so that's awesome. Did you feel dirty doing it? I it did. I kind of kind of felt like I was hitting on my cousin. Oh. Something strange like that. Oh, you know, only because of the goblin, though, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You know, look, I don't. I don't mind the V bar. It's just I don't. I don't know. It's just so proprietary and so goddamn expensive. That's all it really is. I, yeah, it really kind of is. It's, you know, if you want to go all V-Bar, man, you're going to lay down some cash. Right? There's some pretty cool features. Not going to deny that. But only once. Yeah, and then you're stuck. If you ever want to go try anything else, you got to go buy new shit again. If you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh you. my god, dude! It's, I was it's, gonna it's, say it, but it's, it's fucking thick, in here. thick up in here. I felt Shit. the shame. You guys need to back <laughs> off. Damn, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse! <laughs> that check that they sent you must have come through, huh? Just you, cashed it today. Just cashed it today. Played it just right. <laughs> yeah, I know it was good. I, I um, you know, I think that we were noticing a bit of a tune uh, problem that we were having, um, but that was just because maybe changing i don't know i, I guess Carl yeah had, Carl oh this was on the gasser yeah i yeah. remember you said that it was not he fattened it up a little bit and well. i didn't you know i don't have we didn't really want to mess with it yeah time. it's someone else's so it's yeah. like well it, it flew oh dude you should have had me tune it oh <laughs> <man. laughs> we didn't want to buy carl a new motor yeah yep. get out the ys91 that manual was the joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, it was uh, it was it was good, and I, I am completely convinced that uh, the gasser way is uh, probably where I'm going to end up. So, nice. I love it. Yeah, I think it'll be absolutely perfect for yeah. you. Going to start with the E700 though. Yeah, I think that'll be great, man. Yep. And then Jesse's going to lend me his V control so I can try it for a good three months. <laughs> right, Jesse? Oh, Dan, we'll talk. dude. We'll talk. <laughs> I I feel it's over. It's over. <laughs> I, think- I don't even. I just. I let's move on. You should call. Uh, you should call Kyle Stacy and see if he can't send one of the NWA yeah. over. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he sent me a text saying that uh, today that that deep down he knows that I love Sab and V Bar. He knows it. Deep oh down. God. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was fun. So that about wraps up uh, my busy-ass week. I'm looking forward to not doing a damn thing this weekend and hopefully getting some sleep. So it's exciting stuff over here. What do you think wow, about that? Wow, yeah. Ooh. Hey, I'm a boring old man. What do you expect? You still got smoke going on, dude? Nah, it's been gone for months. Well, weeks. Let's put it I was going to say, not months. Yeah, it uh ever since we we had it pretty thick for quite a while uh, and then we got that rain and it's just not come back. I mean, it's kind of rolled in but quickly. Out. BK Servo Brought to you by the legendary Burt Kammerer. BK Servo is proud to present to you 
its new line of cordless microcyclic and mini tail servos. When you don't want to compromise on performance, but are looking for an affordable, high-voltage servo to keep your 360-class heli locked in no matter what you throw at it, look no further than the BKDS3001 HV Cyclic Servos. Designed specifically to handle the rigors of today's 360 to 380 millimeter models, the BKDS3001 HV High Torque Cyclic Micro Servos will keep you connected. And for amazing tail performance, look no further than the BKDS5005 HV Mini High Speed Tail Servo, which will hold through the worst that you can throw at it. BK Servo. Coming to a 360 class heli near you. I guess maybe we should roll into some news. Do we have any news? No. <laughs> okay. Seriously? I guess we shouldn't roll into any news. Maybe we should roll out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is news brought to us by HeliFreak, the users on HeliFreak this week? Yeah, it is. That was that was one, but it was a multi-rotor thing, and I don't feel like breaking out news just for that. Do mm. it. I didn't news is news, it. dude. He didn't uh, we'll even put, look no, at no, it. No, no, no. We'll put it at the end. I looked at it and saw <laughs> that which shall not be named, and then I was like, nah. Maybe as an outtake at the end. Lump it on. Seriously, no news, huh? Huh? We were huh. the news. Well, I've got a question about, have you guys been uh, doing any more research on that bump charger thing? Uh, I have not done any more research, but I've watched mm-hmm. the video over and over again. And what do you think? Is it is it something that it's actually going to be available oh, to us soon? Uh, I don't know how like how soon it is, but I I am going to say that I don't think I've been. Oh, don't I think go it's, that far. Uh, yeah, I won't. But <laughs> he was he was going to go there. Yeah, so he I was going to go deep, yeah, wasn't right. he? I, I was going to dig way deep. Yes, but, I could feel it. But this one. This one gives me that, oh my God, something new, giddy feeling. Well, I watched that, the that's video a lot. today. I mean, because yeah. we see a lot of stuff. He's and, he's getting desperate because he's stuck with yeah. one heli and one radio and yeah. one oh, wireless system. I mean, I'm excited about edge. the bump charger, but damn. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> No, I'm serious because I think it's to me it is that step forward that that huge leap out of the box. And I really love that. I love when someone just comes out of nowhere. Justin, you ought to be excited about it. Bam. What okay, I I am, but I'm wondering why you think so, Dan. Well, I'll tell you why I think so cuz I watched that video. I don't know if it's the same one or if there's more than one, but I watched a video today and um and as I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, man, this has got Justin's name written all over it, right? Because once you, once you identify a pack and it's you know, run through that charger, it stores every bit of data about that particular battery all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am super excited, and I'm already envisioning how I will change my, uh, <laughs> my charge case. Yeah, and I mean, look, just think of all the graphs and flowcharts and oh, shit yeah. you're going to be able to make. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on board. 
Don't get me wrong. I'm on board. And you won't have to worry about rounding errors? Yeah, it just is, if it comes with a rounding copy of Excel, errors, that's true. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I was excited about it. I actually am, am kind of looking forward to it myself for reasons that got very little to do with helicopters. <laughs> More to do with that which shall remain unnamed. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, there we go. Well, dude, that's cool, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, who cares what the lipo's going in? Yeah. I mean... The charger cares, Justin. It, it might not even charge the battery. <laughs> it may not even. It might. It's like, wait you a minute. You don't think so, huh? It might just go, no. no not it's it. like, oh, shit, it's a 20,000 milliamp pack. Yeah. Screw you. That is a for helicopter. Do it manually. Yeah, we don't... <laughs> I, uh... I'm... I'm thinning down my electric fleet completely. So I'm not, you know, I do need a charger, but I have other ideas for that bump charger. So, yeah. Just need to know when it's going to be available, man. It's going to be the ticket. I'm calling it right now. I think this one's going to be big, real big. Well, I like how you can, you can just kind of bury your shit deep down inside your case, right? And just have Mm -hmm. that little interface sticking up top. Yep, I like, you know what I like? I like that I don't have to buy a new charger. That's cool too, right? That is going to make me have to buy like a tablet though or something. Well, you, you, you're you going to have it? to buy a, you're going to have to buy a stinking. Yeah, I got to get a charger. But you got to buy a charger. Why, hold on, why would you need to buy a tablet, Jesse? So well, it can, it's got the Bluetooth. It can send all the data over oh, Bluetooth yeah, to a okay, tablet. Okay, well, yeah, true. Why would you need a tablet? I don't know, I mean. Well, we all know why, to, I mean, me personally, why I'm the most excited is for the, I, I there is a correction, by the way. I don't know, I, I believe that I had said before that it was like, it was compatible with the Mikado stickers, but I, now I can't remember. One of the stickers is compatible with Works the other both. system. <laughs> yeah. I, and Sean was telling us at the fun place, like, oh, there's a correction. You gave some misinformation. It's like, you know, you said it was this way. And I'm like, I don't really care. Someone's going to get my damn money for some stickers. I don't care which one it is. <laughs> All I know is that when I take my battery and put it in my heli, my heli knows and my radio knows. And when I take it out and I touch my charger, my charger knows. And I love it. It's like they all went to marriage counseling. <laughs> That's weird. That's just weird. No, it's not. It's awesome. Is it? It's yeah. awesome. Well, I guess that's uh, all we have for news, then, huh? I guess we've talked about it. It's, it's not like really the news. third time we've talked about yeah, it on the news. Brought up. We yeah, haven't really awesome said anything is. new. That but must be. It's entertaining. You know what? We must all kind of be looking forward to that. I feel like yes. Watch it comes out and it sucks. Doesn't ever work. <laughs> that would be horrible. You got to like slam your battery against it. Read it. Hit you. Read it. <laughs> Read the goddamn battery. And it won't do it. I can see that happening. Confuses all the tags. You throw like your 2S 1000 milliamp battery or uh, receiver pack on there. It puts 20 amps to it. Are you so, I mean, can you, like, can you like plug it in first and then bump it and it starts charging? Or do you, does some, do you actually have to make physical contact with the charger in some way? It looked like do you, you know had to make to that? physical contact, then you plug it in. So, like, you I know in the video, they did physically bump it. What happens if you could you could you really mess with people if you walked around with a magnet? <laughs> I don't know. 
Something to think about. Um, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. No. Okay. Not that I would do anything like that. Just when you thought that the guys at Soco Heli Tools had pushed setup methodology to the absolute state of the art, they come out with yet another innovation. In combination with their Soco Helical, which fits all sizes and all brands of helis, they've recently announced the Soco Heli Tools mobile app. This app greatly simplifies your setup by completely eliminating the need for a level working surface or main shaft. This new mobile software will do everything that your original SoCo kit did, but with the added benefit of all measurements, calculations, and directions in one easy-to-use app. When you're ready to kick it up a notch with your heli setup, visit the SoCo team at www.soco-heli-tools.com and check it out. SoCo Heli Tools, next generation setup. Fly. We're going to do a recap. Fun fly. Yeah. Freaking okay. badass it was. It was pretty badass. I think one of the coolest things I saw was when the bird shit on Kyle Dahl. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have been to some fun flies, but I have never been able. I, I can honestly say that the phrase I never thought that I would ever say is. Holy crap, that bird just, that cockatoo just shit on you. <laughs> it would, I mean, what was his it, name? Uh, it was Roscoe, right? Roscoe. Yeah. Roscoe, yeah. the white crapping, how does a, crapping how does a, cockatoo. Yeah. How did that bird even end up there? It just like was all of a sudden it was, it was one in of the, the trailer. farmers. It was yeah, one of the farmers one of the brought their bird and their like. 400 pound dog. That's what I was going to say. How many fun flies? So we had a bird and he said that dog was 215 pounds. Yep. It was oh, a full that... mastiff. There it you go. Holy four crap. Four and dude. a half. It was huge. Four feet. Four feet tall, probably. We should have put a saddle on it and let Auden ride it. Yeah. Out. No <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was, I mean, I was just standing there and all of a sudden this big ass bird on Brett Bowen's shoulder comes walking past. Like, uh, that bird had a lot of patience because there was a lot of noise, right? And I just kept waiting for it to, to like go postal, mm-hmm. go I, crazy. Know, I know, just to start spurring it, people. It was and shit. talking to us initially, and then mm-hmm. it got a little nervous and wouldn't say anything. I gave it the mic; it didn't like it. Yeah. What was? What did it say? Uh, it would say hello and yeah. I love you, and uh, what else did it say? Kayla got it to say a couple of yeah. things, Jesse. I can't right. remember what it says. Jenny sucks. Yeah. Right. Jenny oh, sucks. God. <laughs> it picked that one up Completely really quick. unprovoked. Seriously? <laughs> you can't teach that, dude. <laughs> Man. So I kind of jumped ahead uh, to an event, to something that happened, but... Sorry. Why don't you guys, someone, someone, uh, I don't know, let's tell us what you think. I mean, what, uh, what would you like to recap? Let's start with you, Nick. What do you got? Um, for me, it was, you know, we set out, I think we set out for a real personal, I mean, not just personal me, but personal for, for us as a group, a goal. And it, 
you know, it's been pretty deep seated in RC Heli Nation since the beginning, since I got, I mean, you know, Dan started it before I, before I got here. And it's been something that we have tried to implement with our fun fly every year. And we've had some like where we went in solid and then we kind of got a little bit skewed from it or, you know, as we've learned and grown, but we set out to involve people and to make everyone feel like they were just as important and just as much of a part of this fun fly as every single other person there. And I think that is the best. I mean, that to me, that is what this fun fly was all about. Everyone got involved and we took, you know, we took obviously some amazing pilots showed up, uh, Stacy's and, Brian Langston and Alex Rose and you know it was fun to see those guys you know especially the two Kyles I mean everywhere they go around it's all just about the flying and it, it, you know it's kind of funny I uh I'll share a little inside story uh, Kyle Stacy drove one in the the what was that Friday night night flying yeah yeah Yep, he he crashed that. We got it fixed, but then the next day, or was that Thursday night? I don't it was remember. Thursday night. It was Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Thursday, Thursday night, night small and crash. Friday morning. Yep, small crash. Not not bad. He got a little greedy. It was still laughing, having fun. Friday, he just drove one in. Oh, that was a bad one. I mean, spectacular, but bad. Multiple and, parts tumbling across the field. Yes. I, yeah. is, that was during the day, right? I had a front row yeah. seat to that one. Yes. yes. Dan was yes. clapping. You know, it rattled him. You could tell he was he was pissed. I mean, he was mad that he crashed. And, you know, we, we kind of, he, he had to walk it off. The man had to walk it off. That's how, and I'm like, wow, okay. Um, So we got to talking, and it's, you know, you don't realize the amount of pressure that these guys put on themselves. Because that's that's what it's almost expected of them everywhere they go. You know, it's you're going to show up and these poor guys can't even, they can't go out to the flight line and just do a flight like the rest of us can. I mean, I could go out there, walk into a flight and no one would walk up. And that would they be. can't even sneak to the end of the flight line and do a flight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they, you know, they try and sneak and then it's like a whole herd of people go out there. And so there, there really is. Um, an amount of pressure that they put on themselves that that's really hard for everyone else to understand. And and so I was sitting there talking. I'm like, yeah, but dude, here's the deal. Here here's what you got to understand. People are, you know, at our fun fly. You could go out there and you could you could lift it up another foot or two feet off the ground, and everyone is going to be just as wowed because. It, it, these guys are so good and at such a level higher than anyone that we associate with normally. That extra foot is not what makes them awesome to, for me, it's not what makes them awesome to have at a fun fly. And we just talked and it's like, you know, there's be a part of the fun fly. Don't just show up and be that, you know, guy that's just going to fly because that's not what this fun fly is all about. And, you know, and your worst flight is amazing to all of us. So, so drop the pressure, 
Go out there and have fun. And if you want to get past that, fly more. Go out there and work yourself back into it. Go do a flight at, you know, 1,700 RPM on a triathlon, an entire flight. Because it's fun. And he was like, yeah, dude, I, I actually really enjoy doing that. Just doing like that smooth, slow D type stuff that I do. And I said, well, do it. You're at a fun fly. Just fly. Do whatever you want to do. Don't ever feel like you have to put on a show. And it, it, I was able to watch him just kind of transform. And, you know, then it was out on the buddy box, you know, buddy box and people and, and seeing the, seeing the, the pilots that were there just like eyes wide open. Like, you know, some of these guys are, are flying still smaller stuff. And they're turning around like, oh, my God, I just got to Buddy Box with Kyle Stacy on a goblin, you know. And to them, that was like, oh, my God, that is what people are going to remember. And that's kind of the theme that we wanted to, to do with this fun fly was to get that fun back in. I mean, put <laughs> sounds cheesy, but put the fun in fun fly. Because we all started somewhere and that, that giddiness that you get when you're first learning and that excitement, to me, that's what a fun fly should be about. Amen, brother. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I, I think it was interesting to see that, you know, what you described there with Kyle, Nick, and um, it, it was a good conversation to have afterwards. And, and you're right. I think ultimately he did kind of let his hair down and do his thing. But what we also talked about, which I thought was an, like an interesting contrast to that, is the fact that, yes, no one would notice it if they were only a foot lower or I'm sorry, a foot higher. But at the end of the day, it's no different than like I think what I said to you is like you went out to a, a fun fly or two ago and you're like, dude, I'm flying like crap. I don't feel it. I'm just yep. I'm done. And. No one else would have thought anything of it. And they look at how you were flying and say, hey, yep, that's Nick. He's doing well. It's smooth. It's clean. It's precise. But you weren't feeling it inside. Yeah. And so sometimes that can make all the difference in the world. And what I think is impressive uh, about the Kyles and, and others that are used to performing up at that level is that maybe they are having one of those bad days, but they find a way to, to kind of get through it. Yeah. And you can't tell the difference because when they go out and fly, everyone watches. Yeah. And they could be sitting there thinking in their heads, oh, my God, did you just see that hurricane? That was a piece of shit. And no one will know. (laughs) They're just they're people. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a great. We're all exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there just as rattled and just as nervous. As it's not the maneuver. No. Everyone is out there feeling the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're competing at a world level or you're just learning how to do backwards yeah. flight. Whether you're you hovering s- or right. just throwing down. You still it's have relative. that, oh my gosh, don't crash. Just come on. <laughs> Pull yourself back in the game. And, th- and that was neat to experience, but it was also neat to be able to see, you know, both of them just kind of like, relax and be like, eh, you know what? Hey, shit happens. You know, we're not worried about it. Have fun. Here's another heli, you know, have a good time. And, uh, it was neat. And it's also neat to watch 
You went out there in the day later Saturday, put a heck of couple heck of flights in, but then Saturday night, oh my sweet mother Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that when was we, that was pretty yeah. pretty good. <laughs> when uh, he went out there and I was sitting in the trailer and I was like, okay, here we go. And there there was a song of uh, this kind of revised Michael Jackson song and we had gone over that song uh, between me and him way back before XFC to see if we could pull some parts out of it. And so I had that, I had that on my phone. I was like, all right, let's, let's see what you got. And man, he just, you could tell like he got dialed in just totally dialed and threw it down. Holy cow. And then I, you know, he walks back in and he's got that big shitty eating grin on his face and he's like, Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I I wish my my downtimes lasted a day <laughs> and not like two months. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, it was it was cool to see. And boy, Dahl Scott, man, that guy is clean when he flies. Oh, oh that yeah. That forward, and you know what I like? He does it all. He'll, like, do these maneuvers that are just so clean, and they're not crazy on the deck. Those, like, that forward flipping kind of, like, hurricane, <laughs> and then he brings it all the way around. He just stops and pauses right in front of your face, and you're like, And then reverses. Uh, and then reverses it, and you're going, it the other no, direction. you That was not. freaking sweet, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was really cool. And that was another conversation that we kind of had. I'm like, you know, you got to understand that to a lot of us, like, yeah, it's it's awesome to watch you guys fly just like crazy hard and low and just totally smack the tar out of it. But they're like, that's the maneuver that I picked out of two of Kyle Dahl's flights. The same maneuver. That's the one that I saw that I was just blown away by. And it wasn't anything crazy risky. You know, and Kyle Stacy did this little reversing funnel thing, like super tight, not super low, not crazy dangerous, but it was just so clean. I was like, uh, so, you know, it's not always about flying low, hard smack. Uh, it, it's yeah, true. Getting, getting creative. Yeah. You know, another thing too, that I, I think adds to the whole experience for everybody, not just those high profile names is, uh, you know, when those guys go to an event, they're on a pretty tight schedule typically, right? Yeah. They got this hour power hour and they got this new demo, but you know, when those guys are, are just there and hanging out like they were very accessible, people could come talk to them at any time. Oh yeah. But when they decide to go, because there's not, there's no, it's like when they get that urge, you know what? I'm going to go fly. That, typically leads to a pretty amazing flight because yeah. they want to go fly. They're not like, Oh, it's 11:45. I guess I got to go fly. You know, it just, it just was really cool to see, um, just see these guys relax, you know, and like watch Kyle Dahl after a day or so, just kind of loosen up, you know? To, yeah. He's a quiet kid. Yeah. And just kind of enjoy being there, hanging out. Um, Kicking back in the zero gravity chair in the shade, it was it was great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, hey, you want, you know, should I get, get you a blanket over here? And he's yeah. like, oh, this is great. Yeah, just totally enjoying themselves and and 
and when they're enjoying themselves, they're, they're more approachable. Uh, you know what I mean? People, you know, they're just, I don't know. It just, yeah. um, they're people very accessible, you know, they're just people. Exactly. And that, you know, we, let's be honest. We, we, we've not, we've had the exact opposite yes. happen before, oh, yeah. you know, and it was, it was really good to see, uh, to see those guys just, just relax and enjoy themselves. Well, and when they've realized that those who come and realize that they can just be a person and drop the chip, then they have fun. And then it's like they become a part of the fun fly. But if yep. you can't do that, yep. then it's, it's, it newsflash. It's going to be awkward. Yeah. You really just don't fit in. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You're yeah. kind of that, that outside guy. Cause everyone else is going to have fun whether you are or not. Oh, oh man. man. I, you know, I came away with it with a, with a completely renewed excitement for buddy boxing people. That mm. was fun. And Dan, okay. All right. The beat control, whatever. But, um, that was the first time that what I the had. Fuck? What was that all about? I, I'm just preempting your, your whatever that you're going to do. Oh my God. You have so little faith in me, Nick. I swear to God. I'm a realist, Dan. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to, you know, it took me a minute. I had to go over and ask Sean Hempel how to get it all set up again. But the having the, you know, V controls there to be able to buddy box with people was just, mm-hmm. man, it was so cool. And the way that it's set up, it's so easy to do. And you can just grab any radio and anyone's that's a cool thing is you can grab anyone's v control and use it as the buddy one i mean you just yeah and and it was nice to be able to go down and you know give um you know just give people an opportunity george how george is up there oh no dude nope he came and made sure that we did not misrepresent his age yeah he is not totally wrong he is in his 70s i think he said he was 73 dan yeah he's in his early 70s yeah okay 73 okay so we were we were thinking of dick from kalispell that's right yeah dick's in his 80s okay yeah yeah gotcha but george like that dude can fly he is smooth You know, and we just made an announcement. It was like, hey, if anyone wants to, I've got my, I've got the 700 here, the two blade, the three blade, and the 570. If anyone yep. would like to buddy box, whether it's you just want to try one, you just want to try, you know, fly something different. That was kind of a big discussion of the weekend was you never really know if your stuff is dialed till you try someone else's and, and, uh, a f- quite actually quite a few people. Took us up on that opportunity and it was neat. I mean, he, it was just, it was cool and it put a big smile on my face and, uh, it it was fun to be able to do that. I think I'm, I think that's something that I am going to enjoy doing, uh, at, at fun flies. Like, I mean, what to me, it's just, I don't care because I'm comfortable doing it. And that's something I think if you're a, once once you get to a comfortable level flying, you know, where you can fly inverted and pretty much catch a heli in any orientation, I highly suggest doing that because um, yeah. it can be very gratifying. I used it to do does. that all the time. I used to do a lot of buddy box. I did a whole clinic on it. I buddy boxed 20 brand new people that had never flown before. 
speaking of brand new people that have never flown, did you guys see? I mean, it's so easy to set up that I buddy boxed my uh, Zach, my roommate from oh. college, came and hung out, and he <laughs> yeah. had never flown. I mean, he's he came out to the field a few times when I was in school, and you know, watched me fly. Actually, the first time he came out to the field. I completely just drove my 7HV in on the first flight that you've ever watched. <laughs> I just destroyed it. I mean... I remember so, that. Yeah, so he was out at the fun fly this last weekend. He, he's working down in Vancouver, Washington, so just close by. So he came and hang out, and he really wanted to try and fly. So I was like, all right. And since the e, E7 was down, he got to fly the good old Nitro oh, nice. 7 And so, yeah, we set it all up, took it up, and... Um, you know, I had to save it quite a few times. It was very, uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we walked out there and he's like, okay, so which one's the rudder and which one's up and down? Oh, and no. which one? <laughs> so I've, I'm quickly, you know, giving him the five minute rundown. Okay. Make sure it's at, you know, mid stick. We're going to count down, transfer it over. So no, he, he did, did good holding the, you know, just hovering around and stuff. But it was funny the first few times saving it, just those drastic stick movements. Cause you know, it just takes hardly anything to tilt the heli back and he just smashed the sticks over and I'm saving it knife edge almost inverted <laughs> a couple of times he's like I really hope you got that because I don't he's like let me see what this thing can do I'm like I, I'm, I've already got it I let go of the switch three seconds ago <laughs> no yeah it was fun though yeah so Justin yeah give me your thoughts my my favorite part of these fun flies in general. And I think it, it carried over to this one as well. And and I mentioned this a little bit on the live show last week, but uh, I, I want to emphasize it even more is, is hanging out with the guys, you know, the guys just in general, whoever it is, we've got a huge group of people here in the Pacific Northwest that of course the four of us all know because we're always at fun flies with them. And then, you know, an increasing, uh, increasingly large group of individuals that are coming from other areas. Uh, you know, we had Michael Ludke come up again from Puerto Rico. Um, Brian, I had never met Brian in person before, but he and I have been friends online for a while and chat pretty regularly in text. And so it was cool to be able to get out there with uh, the new and the old people and just hang out. And I mean, like the the trailer was great to just kind of kick back and relax, especially at night because it was getting cold. But I'd say probably I'd say maybe like once every 20 or 30 minutes, I just leave the trailer, walk out, find a random ass group of people and just <laughs> hang out and see what was going on. And it's really cool because, you know, if you don't know them, then by the end of the few minutes you've spent, you do. You strike up a conversation. Sometimes we were talking about helis. Sometimes we were just talking about life or jobs or whatever, you know, whatever comes up. And I, I mean, I really, I live for that kind of interaction and being able to relate to all different types of people. Um, I also really enjoy staying up late. And so each night, I think I stayed up, you know, at least until one, two, three in the morning, depending on who it was, uh, having fun and, you know, kicking back, having a little bit of apple pie after we were done flying, uh, and just, you know, being stupid, having fun. <laughs> 
and, and That's so what it's all about to a certain yeah, extent oh, yeah. it 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 starts with flying and it starts with helis and i think ultimately it ends that way too but the stuff in between for me doesn't necessarily have to be about helis and flying our fun fly i flew how many times i flew four times last weekend three of them were speed demo flights and one was a night flight because I just felt like flying under the lights with my 770. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I mean, would it have been nice to fly more? Yeah, but my mindset is different when we're at our event because I feel I feel an immense sense of ownership and and desire to make sure that everything's running smoothly and people are having fun. And so the heli thing for me is secondary at that point. It's just yep. making sure that everyone's, you know, having a blast, meeting new friends. I um I, I liked the choice of music on Saturday night, in particular when Dieter got up to fly. <laughs> now <laughs> let's go over thank this you, because thank you. I'm thank pretty you. sure thank this you. was Nick. Oh, this was all Nick. Right? And you know what to do with that big fat butt? That's right. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> and he did wiggle, didn't he? I uh, and you oh, know, dude, you know what? I got to give Dieter props because every, not even every year, like every fun fly this dude comes to, he gets better and more comfortable and pushes his limits. And it's not like he was doing anything crazy, but damn it, that guy can put on a show under the lights. Hmm. That's a specialty. Yep. It really it is. is. Yeah, he really does well at that. Did he drive one in at all this weekend? Yeah, I think Did so. He? Did he? I just can't imagine that he didn't. I mean, that's kind of yeah. <laughs> I didn't see one, but that doesn't mean... Yeah, I didn't see one. Hard telling. And, and you know, following on with the, the night flying theme, we saw a scale go in. Oh, we Do you remember that? During yeah. the show, wasn't that was it? during yeah. the show, yeah, and that was one of those ones where it was kind of, I I wasn't sure what to think, right? Because you're seeing it go down, and you come into the realization, oh my god, a scale is going to crash, but you want to keep watching, right? And afterwards, <laughs> I just felt bad because it, I mean, it was a full on. What was that? Was it like a Bell two twenty two or? Something like that. I I don't know if it was an RC Aerodyne Super Scale or not, but it was a beautiful model. And I don't even know what happened, but it looked like it mm. went in really hard. What yeah. I was told is he came in and he just landed hard and took the tail out and then popped it back up in the air for some reason. Oh. Mm. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, it had lots of blinky lights on it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty. It I was. I saw the aftermath. Was it bad, Nick? Uh, well, no. I mean, I was in the trailer and just saw. Oh. I heard it. You know, oh, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Oh. No one wants to see a scale crash. I don't no. want to. Yeah. No. I love watching me some crashes, but. I would like to see a speed crash, though. Having a trailer full of new helis isn't anything to complain about, but we're still talking about the same old dumb thumbing triple sow cow and Charlie Chaplin autoing pilot behind the sticks. Now, I'm not exactly easy on my helis, and when I need parts, I need them fast. 
This is where Lower Heli comes to the rescue. With a great variety of my personal favorite heli parts and batteries, no matter how bad the crash, I'm sure to be able to get right back in the air to do it all over again. Fly lower at www.lowerheli.com. Let's talk about some speed because yeah. I, man, I got to tell you, I had some fun. <laughs> that that was, I, I took, so for those who weren't there, I, I guess I never gave a full description when we recorded the show. I took my Goblin 500 with the Hobbywing 100 on there, the Scorpion, oh, what motor's in there? 4020? It's the yep. 4020-1100. That's right, 4020-1100. I went over to our good buddy, Ken, at Lower Heli, and I said, Ken, I need the biggest damn pinion you got. <laughs> we did some calculations in the yeah. trailer. We're like, okay, what can we get out of this? Yeah, we're asking. So it's we're funny. Like, Kyle, we're like, Kyle, okay, Kyle, what, what do you right. think? What's the highest, safest head speed I can run? I and don't know if safest came up. Well, I said safest, and then there was, yeah. Well, I once ran this, and I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, boy. Man, we did it. I got one flight on it, uh, bought a new battery, got one flight on it. What was that? Friday, like, evening. It was getting dark. And as you were walking away, you're like, I got this. Yeah, I I put it at eighty five percent, and and I put the old pack in. I didn't have the new pack in, and did a run, and I was like, "Oh yeah, buddy." I mean, it, we just guessed. It was like head gain, brr, drop it. Tail gain, brr, drop it, and it flew really good that night, like really good. So next day comes for the speed cup. And I'm like, oh, yeah, did one break-in cycle on the new pack. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, took the, I, t- I took the front skids off, took the, for the front skids off, took the- Zip-tied the back skids on. <laughs> Zip-tied the back yeah. skids on, so it's all, like, hella raked out. <laughs> and I went up there, and I'm like, well- if 85% on an old pack is good, 100% on a new pack is better. <laughs> now, there is sound logic, oh, guys, geez. right there. Drop the tailgate a little bit, and I made the mistake right there. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be that much faster. It was, it was, it was a lot faster. Oh and yeah, so it was hot. I I did my runs, and you still had a lot of pitch in it. Oh, dude, I only was running thirteen degrees of pitch. Oh, were you? Okay, yeah. No, All I right. only. That's what I mean. I ended up at like a hundred and thirteen or a hundred and fifteen. One fifteen. Hundred and fifteen miles an hour. Yeah, that's, one one thirteen yeah, point seven. Goblin five hundred, dude. It was. I mean, we're we're sitting there as so you you did your run, uh, but okay. I do have to say, a sorry, Kayla. So here's the deal. I <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't. Re- <laughs> I forgot to turn my rates down, so I'm flying this thing at. Oh no, 
uh, God knows what head speed, hot. Let's we'll call it hot range. And I never turned my rates down. So as soon as I did that first pass, I realized what I had done because mm-hmm. this thing, I mean, was so sensitive that just any touch of the elevator and it wanted to pitch up. Yeah, you actually had a pitch yeah. up, and I yeah. and I was spotting for you, and I said, "Bring it down. Let's we'll double check." check. It out. Yeah, and then that's when you were like, "Oh shit, I think I put it at a hundred percent throttle." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I did the next run. Well, the next run, like, I actually had the heli tuned. Like the tail gain was good, and I think the head gain might be good. It might have been just a little high. But, like, it locked in. And, just you know how you were saying on a good run, you can, and when it's all dialed, you can just, you're full collective, and you can just let go of the cyclic, and it stays? Yep. That's mm-hmm. what it did. Well, it was slightly nose down and a little left. <laughs> a little left <laughs> turned into a lot left a lot, very yeah, by quickly. By the time you're 100 meters to your left, right. to your and, side. And I knew, I'm thinking, if I touch this cyclic, it's going to pitch up because it was just so hot and so sensitive, so, but it, it was locked in. So I thought, you know what? Hold it till the gate. Ride it Hold, out. Ride it out. Hold it. And it was getting low. Like, we were down at what? I don't know. 30. Yeah, it was 20 feet. feet. Yeah, something like that. And, but it was hauling. Dude, it was like, yeah, I'm not pulling out of this. I am hauling ass. Well, apparently, Kayla didn't know that it was me flying. She thought that it was just like some random dude. And it went by her. Uh, over. <laughs> over. It was not all the it, way It over. didn't go over her. No, it, it was I close, mean, though. It was close. It was probably 30 feet out, 30 feet up. I mean, Which, I'm not saying she wasn't justified in crapping in her shorts. I, I got yes. a text like 15 seconds later. Yeah, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. Kayla, sorry I would do it again because well, that was a great run. <laughs> well, and, and technically, since you flew so diagonal in between the gates, you're probably going faster. Yeah, it ended up being like Jesse and them, they were laughing on the scoring because I held... That's what I was going to say is as we're going through, I, I hung out at the tent, right? And we're, uh, Kayla's dad was there, Troy and Zach, they were helping time. So I was just hanging around the tent watching all the runs. And I kind of did the calcs real quick on my phone and got Nick's speed. Then as we're going through, we get the, the third class, which is the is 600 and 700s, Justin? No, yeah. it's just 700. Seven. Yeah. yeah, six to 800. Six to, okay, so we get to the third class and I'm watching these runs and I'm looking at the time and I'm going... Ooh, Nick beat all of their runs. Ooh, Nick beat all of their runs. Ooh, Nick beat all... Oh, wait. No, they had one that was faster than Nick's. Oh, it's like... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you would have... If you had nailed two runs that clean in both directions, then you would have come in first place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You only ever got two right runs that were clean. Yeah. And your two left runs pitched up. Yeah, yeah, it was the it was just that sensitive, and the rules were, and I agree with them, you know, that if you pitched up fairly bad, it needed to be brought in and yeah. checked out. And the first one wasn't that bad; we just did a little hover test. But the second the one, the second one was <laughs> pretty oh, violent, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
I guarantee like, you. Like, I didn't even say anything. It <laughs> hitched up, and Nick's like, tail in, bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> Checked your, uh, like, spindle shaft and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, probably bent the blade bolts. I don't know. But it was- well, at least it survived. Uh, it, oh, it yeah. We were wondering if it was going to do that. Oh, it, it, you know what? And if it would have exploded, it would have been worth it because I had a blast. And so I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to take that heli and put the, like, do the, I don't really have a need for the Goblin 500 and the Goblin 500 Sport. That doesn't really serve my fleet, but I think I'm going to get, do the sport conversion to it with the sport gear and that, that newer 380 style canopy. And I think we're going to turn it into a 500 speed machine. Nice. I'm put a big, nice. just dirty, nasty motor in that sucker with a big old speed controller. And, uh, and, and that'll be kind of like my little 500 speed machine. I think it'll yeah, be fun. Dude, that'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's amazing to me how many people I heard saying similar things either at the event or once we got home on Facebook or on the forums. Yeah. It was I had a couple of people, at least a couple of people come up and say, dude, I didn't know what the hell speed speed flying was all about before this. And every time I heard you talk about it, I was just like, oh, OK, it's not 3D. And now I need to buy a speed specific model. <laughs> It's it, it's a lot harder than you think. I mean, we pitched Justin a lot of crap about, you know, fly straight, do turn, fly straight. But when it's when it's going that fast, it definitely takes, I mean, it takes some nerves and you really have to pick your, you know, it's more precision. Um, but But there is a lot to it. And you know, like that's kind of the cool part is you know when it's dialed. And yep. like you just you feel you can tell yep. you can feel it you because can hear it you don't you can hear it in the heli you don't fight the heli when it's flying and so that was that's kind of part of the fun to me too is working through the tune and the challenge and yeah I would like to go back now and you know maybe drop it down to eighty percent throttle and just tune it and slowly work up to try and you know because at the end of the day I don't know really why it pitched up. But I would like to learn that and experience it for myself. I just know that at a hundred percent, it does that. So <laughs> when you're going into the wind, when you're go, yeah, downwind, you made that's you know, so yeah, your pass downwind happened. passes were good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Upwind passes, no, not good. so good. Yeah, but that happens even. I mean, Justin, I saw you do one at what was that, Snohomish? Snohomish, I had a bad pitch up because I was coming into the wind and it was super gusty. Yeah, yeah, and I should have yeah. known better, but it was, I was doing, I mean, I was doing a normal flight, but it turned out to be a demo flight because everyone yeah. wanted to watch. And so I'm like, well, if it's going to be a demo flight, I might as well, you know, give them what they want to see. And instead, it, I had a pitch up and I also got sloppy with collective on one or two of their runs. And it was more embarrassing than, I mean, even if no one else noticed, I was like, oh my God this sucks ass but it's yeah. it's I mean, fun but boy let me tell you when it goes bad it goes, it goes bad, bad quick fast wow <laughs> yeah the pitch up you a lot of people think you have control over it no that's one of those things where you're going straight and then you're not and 
afterwards, if it's not in the ground, you recover yourself and get your hands back on the sticks in the right spot and figure out how to bring it back. Yeah. It's you're violent. not flying through that maneuver. <laughs> no. If you're not in the ground. It's, no. it's a very violent building. But again, violent. I mean, if once you get it uh, dialed, you can you nail that line solid enough and you can just hold it. I mean, the night before I did a demo for a couple of the guys that were practicing so I could show them how to do and how not to do a clean line. And I literally took my hands off the radio. The radio is hanging on my my uh, lanyard there, and they're looking at it like, oh, my God, dude, he's not touching the sticks. But it's perfectly stable and locked in, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, nice. yeah, I hope more people get into it. Steve Steve O'Connor, um, he, he came out for the first time to give it a try, and he actually posted on Facebook today and said, nine years I've been perfectly happy flying around. Now I want a dedicated speed machine. Thanks, Justin. I'll be sure to blame you when my wife asks where did all the money go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we'll see. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting to see how it all went down and uh, see how people were just having fun with it. Dan, that was pretty cool. Dan was even having fun. You know, I, I, it, it was fun, but... We you need to provide better shade for your timers next time. Yeah, yes. they were and and the flaggers. Shit. Oh, dude, I hear you. It was hotter than hell. Yeah. I did not so, realize how hot it was. I wasn't drinking water, and at one point, Dan's like, "Dude, drink some water." <laughs> no, first it wasn't I said, like, "Hey, dude, do you want some water?" He's like, "Dude, drink some water." I said. I went and got everybody water, and so Justin comes trotting back and forth because he was kind of, you know, it wasn't like it was a far distance, but when you're doing that back and forth, back and forth for three hours we were out there, right? Yep. Or two and a half or mm-hmm. whatever. There was this bottled water that no one was drinking, and Justin come up. I said, Justin, is that your water? And he looked at me, and he grabbed it, and he was like, yeah, why? I said, drink some of it. Yep. Because <laughs> it was bad out there. No, it was, other than that, it was it was uh, interesting, and it was fun to hear the you know the spectators and the competitors standing behind us react to a good line. Yeah, and there were a couple times where, uh, well, one time in particular, and I don't remember who was flying, but apparently they came pretty close. They had a pitch up or something, or they went down, or you know, headed towards the ground, and they were kind of closing in on on kim's end of the flight of the of the course and i'm of course i'm watching for the flag and i'm like god damn it i want to watch because apparently everyone's like whoa <laughs> oh I who it was <laughs> yeah i was like ah, i want to see what's happening but i couldn't I had to watch the timer that was fun yeah it was That's neat fun. seeing guys like there were um what's the guy who always wins the auto contest daniel uh, daniel. daniel yeah he did it yep and that was neat because it's like this, you know, Daniel, Daniel's a super nice guy. He's really quiet. And, and Daniel is, and this isn't a bad thing, but Daniel, you can tell, lives in a world of, uh, a simple world and a world of repetition. He loves shooting autos. He'll go do flights and flights and flights of just autos, very similar. He's a plain kind of guy. And for him to go over there and do that, I was like, oh my God, wow, this is I mean, people were trying it 
literally just everyone was trying. I mean, how yeah. many? It was like what thirty eight or something Thir- like that. Thirty six competitors. Jeez. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. Justin, I'm telling you though, next year we got to get that timing deal upgraded. Yep, I agree. Take a couple people out of the mix, get some uh, automated, you know, hit a button or something to start and stop with your two flaggers. And- yep. Yeah, I mean, the timing system that we used was really rudimentary, but it works. I mean, it the did, next step up from that is to have a like a formal chronometer where there's one clock back at the pit and mm-hmm. then two long wires, one that goes to the left flag and one that goes to the right. And instead of flags, you just press the button yep. and it sends the signal back to the clock to start and stop. And then, of course, the next yep. step up from that is camera. But they're, all of them have their downsides, and really I'm hoping, uh, you know, um, Santiago and Ben and I have been working in the background on uh, a couple of other options. The pylon guys on planks and some, and some of the jet guys have other means to do it, but I, I think that using like an RFID-type approach might actually work. It's just... There are no systems that are designed specifically for this, so it's got to be a custom thing. Yeah. But I think we'll get there eventually. It it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Jesse, it's your turn, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, kind of the same as Justin, did not get a bunch of flying in. I think I only got three flights in the whole weekend. So it was definitely not about the flying. I was extremely just in awe to see the amount of participation. You know, we just talked about the speed cup. Obviously there was a ton of competitors in that, but then once again, the night flying huge hit, lots of people getting out there and hovering, you know, and it kind of, there's kind of two flight stations, even at one point, just a lineup of guys that just go fly at night. So awesome participation there. And obviously, you know, all the, all the other competitions that we did, bottle knock 32nd hover. So, it's always great to see, you know, a bunch of guys just going to grab their helis, grabbing their lawn chairs, pulling up and you know, enjoying the competitions and just having fun. But then the other thing for me that was you know, a lot of fun was just hanging out that that kind of evening. You know, most people, you know, I think by that time a lot of people were done flying. This is probably 11, 11, 12 at night and just kicking back, talking. As we mentioned probably a hundred times by now, the food was amazing. Oh. kind of the, the vendors kind of like snuck that in every night was, you know, you, they'd kind of like throw that one little last final grill that onion up or grill that hot dog. And then <laughs> oh, what do you know? Everyone's grabbing food again. The lineup's huge. And so that's everyone's just, just eating most, most of the time we were kind of hanging out at center stage down at the trailer. That was kind of the, the home base for the four of us, but people just kind of congregated down to the trailer and man it was just a blast just talking to anyone and everyone that came up to the trailer just kicking back drinking some hot apple pie eating some awesome food meeting a bunch of new people and just and just the environment that that creates and you know the people you get to talk to and meet so for me, that was that was really what it was about. I mean, I met some people at the Fun Fly that you know, I'm I, I foresee regularly regularly talking to, and hopefully seeing there again next year. And that was just you know, 
not really expected. I mean, that's, that's obviously all of our goals is to create that environment where everyone's on the same level. It doesn't matter who you are. Come up to the, come up to the trailer and we're going to chat. We're going to have some drinks, eat some food and have a good time. I mean, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really matter, but, and it was just nice to see that actually happen. I mean, that was our goal and we followed through with it and, uh, and executed. So, so this was your first fun fly with your motorhome. Yes. What'd you think of that? How did that change it for you? You like it? <laughs> Sold. Sign me up. This, so you, one br- this one breaks. I'm buying another one. Yeah. <laughs> so you're glad like then you didn't go with a uh, slide-in then with your truck? You think the motorhome was the... Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Um. So for for us, obviously, this fun fly is a little bit different than other fun flies. You, know, we're, you, you and Justin did get there on Wednesday, but there was still some, some work to be done Thursday when we got there. So... We spent probably till two o'clock on Thursday, you know, one to two o'clock on Thursday, setting up the banners and kind of running around doing a lot of busy work, getting everything laid out so that the fun fly could officially kick off. And I just remember Thursday night going back and taking a freaking shower. And I was <laughs> like, this is it. Throw in the towel. <laughs> Taking Ain't a shower. Never going to a fun fly without my motorhome again. Yeah, you just—I mean—that's just cool. don't realize. So yeah, it was—it was awesome. It worked out great. We did find that you know, we we put it to the test because Wednesday night it absolutely freaking poured on us the entire night. So I was like pulling up. Well, I guess there's a, no better way to test out those roof patches that we did than just let it pour down rain on it all night. And so there was there was one little spot around a vent that we didn't get patched up and you couldn't really see anything from the roof like it, you know, it didn't look like anything was wrong but one little wet spot probably the size of like a 50 cent piece on the ceiling so small miner got it patched up this last week and moving uh moving forward so yeah it, it worked out great and it was just so nice to have fridge yeah. Uh, stove top like I mentioned Do you wish there was a fly barless system that could make you throw down like a pro? Well now there is. The Spartan Vortex fly barless system is offering some of the most advanced features seen on the market today. Making sure that you will be flying like a pro in no time. So what are you waiting for? Go and get your Vortex fly barless system today. Results may vary based on pitch, response time, age, head speed, brand of heli, time of the year, crash budget, number of friends cheering you on, size of helicopter, temperature, wind, servos, weight of heli, willingness to take risks. Contact your favorite hobby shop about getting your Spartan fly barless system today. For more information, check out www.bkdesignsllc.com. Jesse, you, you and kind of jumping back to the the competition stuff you and dan did the 30 second hover right um i was just kind of hanging around i wasn't actually running a timer or running yes he was uh the competition really. that's yeah. true yeah yeah you had the big lens you were taking the photos i i didn't yep, even yep. get a chance to see the 30 second hover i don't know what i was doing but how did that go well i can tell you that I think maybe we need to add another level of complexity to it. 
because there wasn't nearly the carnage that we've experienced in the past. The bottle? Oh, you mean the? No, are the, you talking bottleneck or thirty second you, hover? Thirty second. We're talking hover. thirty oh, second hover. hover yeah. Oh, you're on hover. Okay. Uh, you know that went quick because we had two stations going. Well, yeah, two stations and then the thirty seconds, which we learned yeah. that after the yeah. first. We year. learned we that last year. We don't want to do the minute. <laughs> No, yeah. but there we, we was had some a couple guys. of guys come up and say, you know what, what a, you guys should choose like a random ass number, like the 17.98 second hover, just <laughs> to see how people would do it that. But I, I, I don't know how I, much more complex you could make a timed hover, right? It's still, no, it's still it's always hard. great though to see that, you know, they, they lift off and you see them kind of counting whether they're know, tapping their foot, bobbing their head or wh- whatever they're doing. And then they land and you're like, 25 they're like what just their face like oh how could i yeah but it was cool seeing some i mean man some of those guys got close oh my goodness well didn't brian win it with like 29.98 yeah or 99 yeah (laughs) yeah but even guys i mean that were like just new this year david penny he got what third i think it was like a 29.03 29.03 or something and you know he, he whooped Kyle Stacy's butt at it which was awesome I mean that's that's what it's all about yeah it was good and it went it it went good I mean it, it went uh because you know we did learn the lesson uh from the 60 yeah. second mm-hmm. to the 30 second and I think a, a lot of the competitions are getting you know th- this case we didn't make it to the auto contest but the a 30 second hover and the bottle knock felt a lot quicker. Like, you know, we're, we're figuring out, we're, we're getting more better. Efficient. We're getting the people through. We're learning little tips and tricks. Like I can tell you next year, you know, the last two years when we were at the other field, the bottles were on concrete. So it was a lot harder to knock them over. You actually had to have a good solid hit on the bottle mm-hmm. and knock it over. You couldn't just hover over it or pitch pump over it. Where this year with that uneven field, there was a couple of times where, you know, guys would just kind of start to hover over them and they were already kind of at that tipping point and it just knock them over. So next year I can see us getting little, you know, one foot square sheets of eighth inch or quarter inch plywood and putting all the bottles on that or. Yeah, dude, I, I got to... I mean, I got to give a shout out to some of these people who got super freaking creative with the bottle knock. It oh, was yeah. awesome <laughs> to see because like we we don't really have any rules per se other than that you got to stand behind the line a certain line i I don't know it's like 10 15 feet away from the center the landing area right you lift off you knock the bottles over as quick as possible you land back in the center we had who was it i think brandon brandon place came out with a uh a car mud flap mud flap or a truck mud flap attached to his heli now it didn't work out for him and in fact i think he almost sucked it up into the rotor (laughs) and that's when he quit and that that was (laughs) the end of that that's when he decided it took a note some of the others i mean michael ludke came out there he knocked the first one over physically and then the next three he just pitch pumped the shit out of that thing and blew them all over with the rotor wash (laughs) uh who was it oh taylor Taylor came out with a whiplash 700 and <laughs> and freaking had what did he have on there? Those were like boom the supports. tail booms. Yeah, like boom, yeah, boom supports. supports. Uh, zip, zip tied ties. to the skids. Yeah. So he had longer 
uh, poles on the skid and that worked out really well. I talked to a couple of guys who were wondering whether they could tie like a fishing line between their skids and their tail boom so that they had, you know, sort of (laughs) like a clothesline hemp didn't do it, but should have. And he was thinking of tying uh, a fishing line in between the front portion of the skids so he could just ram it head on and clothesline the bottles. Uh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty freaking cool. And then I think afterwards there was a guy out there that brought a scale ship like a, a wasn't it like a two meter rotor diameter? It was. Yeah, yeah I yeah. missed. I missed that. I, missed I didn't get to see it crane. all. The, that's yes, what it was. Nick, that's the sky was. crane. Did he knock stuff over with it? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I was I off. Catch it. Busy doing work at that point. Yeah, he he um he he said something to us when we were finishing up. Uh he said, yeah, "I'll be right back," but we never did see him again and we ran through everybody and we're like, "Well, you know, I guess guess we're done." <laughs> then he we I mean, we had left the field. And uh, Troy and Kayla were like, well, we'll go out and time them real quick. So I, I don't, I never did get the result. Yeah, I'm but. not sure. And then the, uh, you know, of course the Kyles were not eligible to win per se because, you know, they're just competing for fun and it, and it's the, the, the regular attendees that had the opportunity, but they both flew. They both did the bottle knock. Now, yep. Kyle Stacy wouldn't have won anyway. And in fact, Taylor took great pride in kicking his ass by like a second <laughs> or two. <laughs> That's something I don't think Kyle will ever live down because no. Taylor loves that kind of stuff. But Dahl, oh my God, dude. So I think we, you know, we've always, we've always talked about the bottle knock and we're like, dude, it's the great equalizer. That's right. right. Well, he unequalized the shit out of that. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, because that's go, not go true. Back to my, go back to my hover over the bottles and blow them over comment. But hold on. But hold on. Here's the deal, though. I mean, did you see the style? He started like side <laughs> yeah. in, and then he ended up doing it all nose in with the yeah. Logo 700 Extreme yeah. it in didn't, 17 seconds. If they fell over... It didn't matter because he was going straight for it to knock it over yeah. anyway. He did a perfect mm-hmm. little square. It yeah. was a perfect awesome. little square. Apparently, if you're good at, at at lots of other kinds of flying, you're good at that, too. So at the yeah, end, the Dan's like, wow, 17 seconds. I guess that's not the great equalizer anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it is among mere mortals. That's true. That is true. <laughs> to turn around and see uh, all those people just bringing their chairs out, bringing their helis out and just having a good time. That was really, that was awesome. It, it, it really, and, and people that weren't there had never been to our fun fly and experienced it the last couple of years. Cause we had good participation then as well. They're like, yeah, you just, you just don't ever see this at fun flies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's Cause we don't give you a choice. Yeah, you, you must participate. You are I mean, there were a few people up and down the flight line that just kept doing their thing, but I would say a good majority of oh, the yeah. of the actual registered pilots were out there competing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think uh, I think next year we're going to have to do at least one of the competitions on Friday, though. Yeah, I think it, so. It just makes it way too busy on yep. Saturday. Yep, yep. I especially agree. for the people timing and the people running the competitions. Oh um, yeah, I it was pretty much right after the pilots Friday. meeting. It was a mad dash all the way to the end oh, of the yeah. show. 
Yep. I don't think yep. I actually ate lunch on Saturday, but that's okay. <laughs> Because there was more than enough awesome food afterwards. The Outlaw Grill, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not only did they take a chance on coming out, um, you know, they they showed up and their personality was RCHN. Dude, yep. they, you know, I, I felt like I knew them exactly. from the get-go. Just friendly as hell. And they were cooking like, Kim and I were sitting there going, man, fried mushrooms sound great. And so we were like, mm-hmm. let's go see if they'll, because Kim's like, well, I got a bunch of them. Let's see if, shit, bring them over. Yeah. We'll fry them up for you. Yeah. Shit. Did you yeah, not get any, Nick? awesome. Oh, I did. Yeah, no. They I, were, it was. They were great, weren't they? Oh, and they're, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, we're doing a, a, what did they call it? Like a, they had, they did a lot of all you can eat. Buffets. Buffets. Yeah, that started like, like Friday morning or Friday at lunch, and then they just freaking rolled with it, dude. Every meal was an all-you-could-eat. The best one, though, Saturday night, late night, everything fried buffet. Oh, everything yeah, dude, fried. The, they, the, what did they call it? The, the wings and rings. Wings and rings. Wings yeah. and rings, yeah. And there oh were my, fried oh corn goodness. dogs. There were onion rings. There was... Uh, Fried mac and cheese balls. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. It was. Yeah. I mean, and strawberry so, shortcake. I mean, WTF. Uh, I, I don't care. Saturday. Remember the last time I had strawberry shortcake, like at my home or in a restaurant, and we're out in the middle of a damn field flying <laughs> helicopters <laughs> at night. It. And Kenny McDonald walks by with his face stuffed with whipped cream and strawberries. <laughs> No, I I mean, after seeing that, I, I believe they're going to the Sagebrush They Smackdown will be here. They will be there weekend. next weekend. I'm thinking I don't even need to go grocery shopping, especially. I'm not going mean, to bother, dude. Good prices, good food. By the time you actually go to the store and load up on grocery for the, for the weekend, good luck beating the price that you could eat there all weekend. Well, for. there was one point Dan and I looked at each other when we finally realized how like big we had scored on them and like we both got there Tuesday night right so Wednesday morning Mm -hmm. Quinn and Dan and I went into town you know got some miscellaneous stuff that we uh you know needed to needed to get to get the field set up and then we figured let's go to Walmart we'll get the ice we'll get the food I think between the two of us we probably spent close to like a hundred dollars on food didn't even touch didn't touch it nothing (laughs) I ate and you probably didn't outlaw even the spend whole freaking time. And you probably didn't even spend a hundred bucks at Outlaw. Nowhere the whole close, weekend. dude. <laughs> Nowhere close. That's it. And I you mean. know, aside from the outlaw guys, now you when when Kim and Kayla were planning to come down here, you know, uh, Nick called me and said, "Don't worry about food. We got you know, we got it. We got it." So, you know, kind of that little, you know, the the RCHN guys and and the wives and Troy and those guys and and Ken. I mean. We, there was the outlaw grill and it was at one point it was really kind of a, cause what, what Kim and Kayla brought, well, I mean, excellent. Well, right? and fish ribs. Troy, yes. that's I mean, all. Yeah. Troy oh, was yeah. highly on the Traeger. He's loving it. Smoking the, you know, putting the, I mean, the ribs that we had that night were smoking at the fun fly for six hours. <laughs> yeah. It was great because it was like, wow. I mean, 
I'm going to eat dinner here, and then I'm going to go over to the Outlaw Grill and eat dinner. Again. Yes, exactly, <laughs> you know I mean? Dan. At first, I felt <laughs> yeah. bad. I'm like, oh, man. You know, I talked to Kim, and she's like, you guys are covered. Don't worry about it. And I offered money. She's like, no, don't worry about it. And then I had something from the grill. I'm like, oh, shit. This is going to be bad. And and when I said that, it was not because I was going to ditch Kim and Kayla and Troy. It was because I was going to eat their shit and then go back over yeah, to the grill and eat more. Yeah, there was more food rolling around that fun fly that I've ever seen. It was crazy. Awesome. But it was a great, I mean, like I said, there was, they were a great fit. Um, very friendly and just they were, it's like we'd been you know, doing business with them for a hundred years. Right. It was really good. Yeah. It was yeah. Um, you know, I think the, for me, the God, you know, I, it's, uh, these fun flies are just so, there's so, so much fun. And it's like, you almost feel like that's all you can say. It's like, Oh my God, it was fun. It was fun. I, mean, I feel like I've said it, it's fun a thousand times, but it's, there's really nothing else you can, I mean, you know, what can I say? It was, I've got was, a way to characterize it, Dan. Michael Ludke and I were talking about this, and I think it comes down to just good old-fashioned, like, like you're a kid again. And I'm being honest with you, like, Saturday night, this is the way I felt. You know, you're, you're back at, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 years old. You guys probably did, like, sleepovers with your friends where you stayed up all night playing video games or blowing shit up in the backyard right and the night starts early you get some food you have pizza you drink your soda it's eight or nine o'clock you're on the video games and you're having more fun you could ever than you could ever imagine uh and it rolls around to sort of that first intermission you go and get some more food more drinks it's about 11 or midnight the night is still young and you're doing your thing, and then it rolls around to like two or three, and you're exhausted. You know you shouldn't be staying up much longer because you got another day ahead of you or a drive, but it doesn't make a difference. It's a completely irrational feeling of just wanting to hold on to that moment for one more minute, you know, one more hour. And on Saturday, we had that. There was a handful of us that were up until... I mean, I, I was there until three or three thirty. I talked to Michael the next morning and he he sounded a little little quiet, a little tired. He's like, dude, I couldn't let go. I was up until like five or five thirty in the morning. Oh, and, well, and that that really I mean, for me, that that hits home like that's what it was all about. You don't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. I like we did the lighting different this year. And I think that actually played a huge Mm -hmm. role in it. Instead of putting, well, years prior, we had two big lights out, right? Two or three? Two or three? Two. Two. We had two big lights out on the flight line, you know, so that everyone could night fly. But this year, we decided to get a third, and we did the two lights out there. We did them a little farther apart than normal, and then we put one one big construction light back behind the trailer. And fired that up. And man, it what a difference it made for the nightlife. Because, you know, we I've been to Fun Flies. You get your pop-up all set up. And then, man, there's only usually three or four people that are smart enough to remember to bring lights <laughs> to put under it. Yeah. And if you're traveling, then that completely rules it out. 
So then you're all stuck, like huddling under one person's 10 by 10 who happen to have lights. But with this setup, you know, the whole common area in front of the trailer, I mean, God, not even that, just everywhere was completely lit up. It felt, it really gave me that feeling of being like at a, like at a fair at night. Yes. You know, where it's like you have no concept of what time it is because it doesn't matter because it's exactly the same brightness like all night long and people are still laughing and joking. And at any point in time, you can set your heli up and get it ready to go fly without and actually see everything. And I think that played a big role in it. And we all unanimously agreed that this was just like the smartest thing we'd done. And it just created that kind of center ground main stage where everyone congregated to. Yeah. It it just made for a lot more people hanging around center stage as well. People didn't, even if they had lights, they didn't hang out at their 10 by 10. Well, and that came down to the middle. Yeah. And that really plays a big part in getting people up and out moving. You know, I, I would never want someone just to sit there, sit at their tent, go out, fly, sit back down. But it, I think it kept a lot of people up a lot later and, uh, you know, really gave, yeah, gave, gave people a reason to get up and move around and mingle. And it was nice. But hey, let's yep. talk about all the stuff we gave away. Yes. Cause that was awesome. Hmm. And the awesome. sponsors that allowed us to. Yes. Uh, first we should probably mention, uh, we can't, I mean, She's. It, we can't say thanks enough to the three premium sponsors, Progressive RC. Those guys have supported us since the absolute very beginning, and um, you know they're always there. We really appreciate that. Uh, new this year, uh, Skyfish Dan obviously uh, mm-hmm. involved with that one, but uh, Skyfish UAVs. They again. What can we say? You know, thank you. For their support. And Demon Arrow. Huge thanks to them. Danny came out from Demon Arrow, which was really cool to meet in person. The BD guys came. It was it was uh it was just awesome. So thank you very much for um to those premium sponsors for helping us put it on. But prizes wise, I mean, geez. Okay, so let's start it. We had uh the Vortex. The VX twenty yep, pre registration guys for the pre registration. Um, what would be next? What do we give away next in line? Uh I think we gave away. Uh, yeah, so for the competitions, the Scorpion gift cards, and yep. then the Mikado gift cards. Yep, Scorpion donated a bunch of fifty dollars gift certificates, and Mikado mm-hmm. USA. We had some hundred dollar hundreds. Oh yep. yeah, we were good prices. Hundred dollar gift certificates. Um, Speed Cup, obviously, that was huge. Gowie donated an R4, or R5, R4. R5, yeah. R4, R4, R5, yep. R5. Couldn't get one of the R5s, so they gave us an R4. Yeah, (laughs) that Justin built. So that was really cool, because, you know, it's cool to see it in a box, but, you know, to be able to have that sitting out there in person was, was really, really neat. Um, what else? 
And and the pilot raffle was just oh yeah shoot almost forgot uh, Ken at Lower Heli and the guys from Cascade Rotary Wings went together and ended up donating a Goblin Five Hundred kit and that went to the Nightfly raffle winner. Yep, yep. Which is still the coolest thing, man. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Villanova won that and. Ken oh, told us later, guy. yeah, awkward, awkward hug guy. guy won That's it. right. And Ken told us later on the live show that that would be the first new heli he's ever built because all of his helis up until now had been used. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's freaking sweet, dude. How cool is that? Do we know I what can't... color it was? I don't care, but I was just curious. It's what I I always check the goblin boxes, and I I forgot on that one. I don't know. Mark, yeah. let us know what color it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we had some just great prizes in the pilots in the pilots raffle, you know, progressive through a iCharger three oh eight in there, uh BK servos. We had a set of BK servos, switch I mean the list is expert just servos. Expert, expert servos. servos, uh random heli had the that whole rail kit in there uh with the skid clamps hobby wing speed controllers obviously lots of scorpion stuff uh, spirit fly barless systems spirit bd um the sunspots decals uh i don't want to miss anyone but there's just a ridiculous amount did you get all the different blades Yep, switch. We had some switch blades in there. Rail, rail blades. blades. Rail blades. Yep, align blades from Ken over at Lower Heli. It was a. Uh, it was awesome. We got to go through the pilot raffle, and we had a lot left over. So then we just did a huge free for all. Yep, we and got we got better the... about that too this year. Yeah, <laughs> we went, I felt like you know? we moved through it pretty quickly. Yeah, we did. We it didn't was really go good. through and draw out all the tickets three times. Are you insinuating <laughs> that we're getting efficient? I don't want to say that, but I feel like we may be learning more efficient. Yes, not Baby efficient. Steps. Baby steps. <laughs> that's right. It was perfect. Yeah, and that's that's really the big. All said and done, this fun fly couldn't have been. I mean, it was executed perfectly, right? Nothing went wrong. Everything went as planned. The only hiccup was our miscalculation of how long it was going to take to get through some of the competitions yep. and having to redo the auto. And that's not a big deal. Yeah, we'll fix that. we missed Thanks the auto that. contest. And I know that <laughs> and was, that's, yeah. we had a lot of people signed up for it. So that really did, you know, I don't want to think people yep. were, we were just like, eh. But, you know, we had the podcast to do that night. We'll fix it. Yeah. We'll be right. yeah oh, it's just like it, it was the right if, decision. If that would have happened, everything was, you know, an hour and a half pushback. And but I seriously, have, if that's the worst thing that happened, then we're on the right track. Oh, absolutely. We yeah, we did yeah. have one more tragic fail. I got informed of. Oh, what was that? Uh, I did not have a bottle opener mounted in the trailer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yes. That was that was pretty bad, dude. Definitely need yeah. to get that fixed. We relied on Justin's keychain. Yes, my keychain worked. Yeah. Woohoo! Yep. Or well, <laughs> I guess technically it wasn't a real bottom bottle opener, Nick. But you've got plenty of like pliers oh, we were, and other bits. Yeah, and pieces. I can open a bottle with just Make about anything. 
Yep. But yeah, all the all the tools got used. And that, you know, speaking of that, God man, that felt great to get that. That trailer was just rocking. I love it. That was the best project I've done in a long time. It was nice. I liked it. Hell yes. I like the little ramp on the side. Don't have to go through the door. No, I nice felt good. Lighting. I mean, I've got some small stuff, but overall, I couldn't have been couldn't have been any happier. It was a good event, guys. I think we we did well, and uh, I want to thank everybody for coming out. And I, you know, if you if you didn't make it this year, then you should maybe see about making next year because it was a lot of fun had by all. Yep, we're gonna grow yep. it. Yep. Same place, and farms happy. Yep. They oh, went, man, that was so awesome. The location. They yep. they went away from happy with it and we're looking to build, you know, really good long term relationships. Now we will have um I'm a little I can personally say I'm a little busy finishing up my house, trying to get this all polished up. Soon as that is done, then I will get on a trailer video. I do believe that there is uh, another trailer video in the works good friend of ours Lottie uh he's and Keith freaking Morris they were out there shooting video and and doing some interviews and stuff so we're gonna have that Jesse was out there loads of pictures lots of pictures starting to work through them so we'll get those edited up and shared out and we'll have a Facebook album and then we'll have a album on our website and and the whole the whole deal there's one more uh, one more person that I want to mention uh, in this episode. Uh, there is one that were uh, two things, actually two people. First is Ken. That guy. Oh, jeez. He is yep. to put to put his happiness on a scale. It yeah. it would be. Uh, uh, he's got to be on drugs, right? He's got to be. <laughs> Nobody's drugs. that happy. Nobody's no that, one's happy. that happy all the time. It's like <laughs> a unicorn eating Ben and Jerry's while shitting rainbows. That's his level of happiness. Yeah. The guy's just insane. And, you know, he had uh, all of our apparel there just dialed in. Um, it was really cool to see. Well, that's something that we love being able to do, to have at Fun Flies for people but we never have that level of organization because we're always just running around. He had everything so dialed in and people got everything that they wanted. Uh, So that was really neat. Uh, Second, you know, we haven't talked about him in a little bit, but um, Larry, our dude man, Larry Webb guy, he's gone out on his own. Oh, I'm going to butcher the name. Wait, Superiosity. Superiosity. he is the one who keeps our uh busted ass website spectacular website. <laughs> yes. Uh limping along and up greases and greases it every now and then. Greases it every now and then. Throws it a few hamsters. That's right. The guy's crazy smart. I mean, if you guys need web stuff, go in his direction. Tell him we sent you. He just an awesome not just Obviously, is he excellent at what he does, but uh, he's just a really cool guy and a really nice and genuine person. That's cool. And and just so you're just so you know, our web page is what it is. He didn't build that. No. He's the one that jumped in and broke and helped 
fix its broken. Yeah, ass the, to, these four dumbasses we built it. it. Yeah, we built He's it. Keeping he it looked running. at it and said, "Oh my God, what happened here? I'll <laughs> yeah. do what I can, Don't but worry. I'm not making we're, any promises. We're going to do something about it. Hang so in that there. is, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that is the plan. For, you know, that's our goal. Or uh, for the end of this year into spring, is <laughs> that we are gonna. We're well. We're gonna have him do it. <laughs> yeah. What we're, we're gonna, gonna do is step away. <laughs> yep. And let a guy that knows what the hell he's doing redo Instead things. Saying, oh, I like this plugin. Oh, I like this plugin. Install. Install. Yeah. <laughs> install. install. Ooh, look at the flashy things. Yeah. Why is it quit working? Or wouldn't it be cool if? No. Yeah. No, no, don't no. let Just me ever find say the that again. Website with the functionality you need. Yeah. Don't we'll ever get let me or say just that. build it from the ground up. Next yep. project. <laughs> Apparently, professionals do pretty good work. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. So yeah, it was a good event. Um, what can I say? Looking forward to next year already. And on that note, we're kind of getting close uh, to wrapping this one up. Does anybody have? Uh, we do have one announcement, right? That we want to do. We want to talk about that uh, this week, or do you want to wait on it? Which one? OHP. Oh, yeah. We got to let everyone know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it looks as though that we will not be attending OHP as the podcast. Justin's going for the Speed Cup. Um, but, you know, with a little bit of uh, attendance in other stuff, has been. I don't even know. How, how do you even say it? It just didn't work out. We, yeah, we really we wanted make to make it work. Didn't pan out this year. We yep. we really, really not really. for lack of desire. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Unfortunately, not. they just couldn't quite make it happen. And so, you know, we we wish them the best. Bert and Carrie, they put on an incredible event, and yeah. they're both huge supporters. Of and they are. So that's right. And so yeah. I know it was hard for them to say, "Ah, yeah. we just can't make this work this year, guys." We get it. So you know what? Uh, we'll be there in spirit, and Justin's going to do the speed cup, and I'm sure he'll give us the big rundown. So I will be all there. Of our OG Florida crew, we love you guys, and uh, we're we're really sorry. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yep. Yep. Alrighty then. Well, maybe we should do some emails if someone wanted to get in touch with us. Nick, how would they do that if they wanted to send you one? Uh, you would send me an email to nick at rchelynation.com. How about you, Justin? You would send me an email to justin at rchelynation.com, Justin Pucci on the forums, or Justin Pucci on Facebook. Jesse? You could send me an email to jesse at rchelynation.com, or catch me on Facebook. I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchelynation.com. Dan K. Reed on the forums. Uh, Facebook occasionally. I'm not a big Facebook guy. Uh, Ken at rchelynation.com. Store questions. Uh, maybe a silly joke. I don't know. If you just want to chat, he's up for that too. <laughs> give him a call or give him a give an email. That sounded awkward. And, uh, well, you know, he's yeah. a fun guy. He likes to, yeah. likes to see people smile. He'll do it. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions or if you just want to give him a big thanks for us, that would be great. Yes. He does a lot of stuff behind the scenes, never asks for anything and, uh, is always willing to help. And Hey, if Not that we have anything to give him, 
<laughs> if you have any questions for us, you can still send those audio yeah, questions right. to questions at rchellynation.com yes. and we can play them Don't out here and answer. Don't be shy. Yeah. Bring it on. Nick, send Nick them won't in. won't be that hard on you. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, uh, check out Facebook. We're 4,500 and some odd change, something like that. It's a great way to find out what we're up to, and it's uh, thank you for the support as well. Word of mouth means a lot to us. Also, our uh, homepage, right? You can chat with other guys. Same crew's generally there all the time. And a few uh, new folks have been noticing. So that's uh, www.rcalienation.com. And again, thanks to Heli Freak for putting up with us in our little listeners corner. We love it. We it's uh it's just been man, it's been great to be able to get back on Heli Freak and have those uh, communications and a chance to to interact with our listeners. We love it. Hell yeah. Yep. All righty, guys. Well, this has been episode two hundred and three. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next Monday. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Rev Electrics USA, Lower Heli, BK Servos, and Spartan Flybarless Systems. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to send us an email.